With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I hate to do it to you so early in the morning, but I have a quiz for you, Wilcox, Chelsea. What are some of the... What's the worst thing in the world? Uh, starving children. I was going to say the same thing. Starving children is definitely War. up there, but not the worst thing in the world. War. War. Can't give it to you for that. High on the list, no doubt. Not the worst thing in the world. Chelsea? Your uh, jokes. Yeah. Not even close to being the worst right. thing in the world. Don't believe that either. The worst thing in the world is somebody who's all the way in the left lane on a, in a highway and will not get over to the right. Try and deny me on that one. I mean, it's up there. There's no question about it's it. It's number one. It's not up there. It'll make you punch the steering wheel. It'll make you scream and yell and use various hand gestures trying to get them to understand that the left lane, some people call it the fast lane, is not the fast lane. It's the passing lane. And I tip my cap and offer a laurel and hearty handshake to the great state of Washington, who is now cracking down on people that camp out in the left lane. Did you know that Washington's highway laws state that the left lane is for passing only, not for actual driving? Pulling all the way onto the highway, all the way to the left and just sitting there, hey, I'm doing the speed limit. I don't care that the car next to me is doing the same speed and that we're holding up traffic and everybody behind us has got somewhere to go. Not to mention when you leave the left lane open for passing only if there is an accident and traffic, it allows emergency vehicles to get to the accident and respond quicker. But isn't that a law everywhere? You would think. However, out of these 50 great states in the United States, only 10 of them restrict travel in a freeway's left lane to only passing vehicles. So that means 40 states are like, ah, just take it up. I've never heard this before. Did you read your DMV handbook? I just, you know. Did you follow any of the laws? You've been to Atlanta. You lived there for a moment. It's survival of the fittest on those highways. And you're that's part trying, of the problem. You're just trying to get by. But it's part of the problem, Chelsea. And the people who think, oh, well, the left lane's all open, I should just take it up. It's going to ease congestion are 100% well, there's wrong. A, there's a difference between someone driving in the fast lane at, or in that lane as a fast lane and somebody just being a D-bag and not getting over if there's somebody behind them. Do you see what I'm saying? That's true, but I didn't realize, so I've now I've Googled, and I see what Woody's talking about, that specifically in the state of Washington, quoting from the State Highway Patrol, there is no such thing as a fast lane. That's right. It is only, only for passing. If you're not passing somebody intentionally, 
you shouldn't be in the left lane. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to go faster than some people, so I'll just stay in the left lane. That's right. So even if you're not going slow and holding up traffic, you're not supposed to drive there routinely. I've never it's heard this. just to pass. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, especially if you're on like a two-lane highway. That mm-hmm. left lane is for passing only. Well, that makes sense to me. But I'm I thinking thought like everybody a knew that. How, how is that not a law in every state? That's amazing to me. That was just where the lane where you go faster than the lane next to you. And if no. somebody's coming up behind you, get over so they can pass by. You don't, see, you're part of the problem, Chelsea. You need to be passing if there's somebody there. And if not, you get over. But, and that should be clear. You should be able to lean out of your driver's side window, feel the breeze in your hair, and see nothing in that left lane I've for n- miles. No, again, depending on where you grew up, there's never been a free lane. I mean, that's just not how, how it works. And didn't you say that this is only the law in some states? So why are you on me so hard? Because it needs to be worldwide. Even those people who drive on the other side of the road. It should be in every every state, but it's only in 10 right now. And the state of Washington's cracking down. $136 ticket. Oh. If you hang out and, you know, what they call camp out in the, the passing lane, not the fast lane. 844-4WW-SHOW. Let's talk to Devin, who's online, too. Devin, good morning. Good morning. Wow. wow. Devin is fired up. I love that about you. What's up, Devin? You're not going to love this. Uh-oh. I am on Chelsea's side with riding, uh, I don't know, I passed, but I would rather stay in the right uh, left lane because it's faster and uh, you need to get to where you're going. So you need to not all be in the right lane. Like, that just wouldn't make sense to have all the cars in the right lane. So, well, but, well, but you if you're would, going fast, get in the left. Well, but so, Devin, so what you would do is if somebody's slow in front of you, you pass them, you get in front of them, and then you keep going faster, but in the right yeah, lane. But if, but if everybody's on the right lane, nobody can go fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of just You like, have some flawed logic no, there. In theory, Wilcox, your idea should work, but right. you're not factoring in humanity and like the way people actually are well with letting it, people back in and this and that like if you want to just break it down to science and math then yes but in reality no like some people have to be and you have to pe- have people in both lanes well if there's a long lane in the right like 20 people in the right lane all going slower than you pass 20 people you're in you're still passing it's aren't, still okay aren't most highways busier than what you're talking about not necessarily yes. where are you driving like it I doesn't like- have to do with busy I feel like it does. The more cars you have on a highway, the more need you're going to have to spread those cars out. If there are five cars on a highway, sure, everybody get in the right lane. If you need to go faster, pass. But when you have five million cars on a highway, you can't all be in the same lane. We need to have somebody that deals with like math, statistics, yeah. draws pictures. I was told there'd be no math. Right. But thank you. Devin, Devin. you're part of the problem. No. <laughs> a lot and uh, we'll be going to new hampshire soon uh to go see my family and i bet you we will stay in the left lane the whole time right. i hope you, you get a finger. ticker okay. <laughs> when you're in new england no, all bets are off though. we won't be in your way okay mm-hmm. Devin, thanks for the call we appreciate it the following program is for entertainment purposes only really that's amazing it's the woody and wilcox show they simply couldn't imagine being without each other. With Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Good. 
Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. How dare the trend in the NBA draft fashion start to get more normal? What is happening in the world so for crying disappointed out loud? last night? <laughs> uh, that was one of the one things that we one of the main things we were looking forward to yesterday. Yeah, and uh, the new trend is, and if you didn't watch the NBA draft last night, it's not quite as gaudy as it used to be in terms of the outfits. The new thing is they put stuff inside their jackets. I don't know how new it is, but it's uh, it's taken away from the overall fantasticness of the fashion show that used to be the NBA draft. Now they have like pictures and other things sewn onto the inside lining of their suit coats and their sport coats. Okay, so it's not like Christmas ornaments or a tiny kitten or something. I mean, it's close. It it's going to be there eventually. It's not <laughs> quite that? there yet. One guy, I mean, some of it is uh, charity-based. One guy had uh, the breast cancer awareness ribbons was a design throughout the lining of his jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy took off, I think that was Markel Fultz, the guy who was drafted first, had he had to take his whole jacket off. It wasn't just open up and see what I got while I'm wearing it. He took it off, and the entire lining, like on the back, was a family portrait, like him and his mom and like other people. And then there was, it was kind of his life story told on the lining of a sport coat. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was nice. It was, uh, I guess it was a tribute to to people that were important in his life and he knew he would be on national TV. So, uh, but it takes away from the overall splendor, the grandeur that is the outfits Normally on the NBA draft, I feel like. Speaking of the first guy that was picked last night in the NBA draft, did you see that he he screwed up on Instagram his first thing after being drafted? Mm-mm. He's like, so it, it was an ad for a watch. You pronounce it Tissot? Tissot. Is that what it is? I believe so, and He's yeah. like, so thankful to help. And in parentheses, city and parentheses, team name, thanks to this watch. Go city, parentheses, city, parentheses, team name. Are it's, you trying to tell me that when a guy tweets about a product and he's a newly minted NBA superstar, that's not his true feelings and that that is a sort of a, um, what's the word, form letter that he sends out on instant on Instagram or social media? I had the Wilcox conflict is what I like to call it. You have made me a cynic. At first, I thought, what a dumbass. He forgot to put in Philadelphia and 76ers. But then the cynicism kicked in. I'm like, if he does that, nobody talks about it because it's just another ad from a newly minted millionaire. But if he forgets, wink, now everybody goes, ha, and he makes the news and he gets so much more publicity because of his Alleged screw up. Oh, that mm. seems like a lot of mental yeah. work. But the I'm cynicism not, that go. Wilcox has given me, I'm like, he did this on purpose. He forgot, wink, no. on purpose so that it got even more viral than it ever would have. I love your conspiracy theory very, very much. I doubt if it's true. It is 100% true. Okay, I don't think you know that. I like that you are suggesting it, and now you've all of a sudden, in while in mid-speech, taken I, it to, I guarantee you this is what happened. I heard a guy on the radio <laughs> talking about it. Isn't that cool how Woody does that? He's like, I I wonder if this is what happened. And I go, I don't think that's what happened. I guarantee Mm -hmm. that's what happened. It's like he convinces himself. (laughs) Wait a second. Now I know for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. I I doubt it. 
But uh, anyway, uh, we can get more of that. Although I don't know how much more that there is. I do know this. We've got a fresh batch of fun with golf audio today. Nice batch, too. Uh, all new stuff, all from the uh, U.S. Open last weekend. And if you're not a fan of golf, that's fine. You just have to be a, sort of a moron at heart. And that's what we're relying on for 99% of you that listen to the show. So thank you. Uh, we'll uh, get to a round of it happening in Florida. And what else is happening around this great land of ours? A shat is on the way next. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now it's time for the Shat Report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I think finally we've gotten what we wanted. And I don't know why it's taken so long. Um, I think we all know that what this country needs right now is some healing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need a little bit of healing. We need uh, everybody to come together, put aside their differences, and we need Bill Cosby to deliver some town hall meetings about sexual assault. Who's with me on this? <laughs> are these um, are these how-to meetings? Uh, no, Woody, how dare you? He's been proven innocent, for crying out loud. No, he was Blasphemous not. Blasphemous moron. No, no, he was not proven innocent. It was uh, a mistrial. Right. right. When you can't say he was proven innocent when he wasn't. Uh, apparently he was, because now he's going to travel the nation doing town hall meetings. What does that mean, town hall? Explaining how this could happen to you. How what? you could be unfairly called a criminal and what to look out for that's not a town hall meeting about that sexual is. assault it's a town hall meeting about sexual assault chelsea uh, it, i'm gonna vomit wait a second it could happen to me i could drug a woman right. and then while I... she could not uh you know confirm that she'd like to have sex i have sex with her some of his representatives were on uh the tv news and discussed some of this the statute of limitations uh for victims of sexual assault are being extended so this is why people need to be educated on a a brush against the shoulder you know anything at this point can be considered sexual assault and it's very uh, it's a good thing to be educated about the law that is a bill cosby spokesman who obviously clearly is indicating that bill cosby has been erroneously fingered if i may use that expression by perhaps brushing up against someone's shoulder. That's offensive. Oh, how dare you, sir, ma'am, woman, (laughs) person to the right of me. That is not offensive. That is what has happened, apparently, to Bill Cosby, and he would like to get the word out. He wants to talk to young people because, quote, this is bigger than Bill Cosby. The issue can affect anybody, especially athletes. Certainly we've heard that. He's not wrong there. Athletes can be falsely accused of things because people know they've got a lot of money. Right, and they have. And apparently that's what happened to him. But thank God, Woody, he has been completely exonerated. He hasn't been completely exonerated. He is a free man and has done nothing wrong. There's more. Mr. Cosby wants to get back to work. We are now planning uh, town halls, and we're going to be coming to this city uh, sometime in July. Like a town hall and just talk with people? We'll talk to young people Mm -hmm. because this is bigger than Bill Cosby. You know, this this issue can affect any young person, especially young athletes of today. Uh, and they need to know what they're facing. 
uh, when they're when they're hanging out and partying, uh, when they're doing certain things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. And it also affects, you know, married men. That's right. It affects married men as well, just like Bill Cosby, for crying out loud. Oh. Hang on a second. It affects me? I may it does if you accidentally brush up against someone, they're gonna file sexual assault charges against you, like apparently. I only can imagine the inference is that that's what happened to him. Right, but 50-plus times. Yeah. Well, well, Athletes have been accused of sexual... Look, I think we all understand how easy it is to misunderstand the differences between brushing up against someone in a crowded party and drugging them and having sex with them against their will. It's almost the same thing, (laughs) and I think we all know that. So I'm going to ask you to back down off your high horse. Hey, this is Kelsey's high horse. Exactly. Exactly. This is frightening. Huh? <sighs> so, I don't know when that's going to start, but I can only hope soon. What, and, a, what an uh, ego. What an ego. Huh? He's trying to help, Chelsea. The man is trying to help. And why would you be trying to bring him down for crying out loud? Just like Gene Simmons right. of Kiss was trying to help. You saw that, right? What now? Apparently, after all of us got on him about, oh, dude, you didn't invent the heavy metal devil horn sign. He's like, all right, I'll take my trademark request back. He did? <laughs> How funny is that? So a guy goes, hey, man, I invented that thing where you hold up your fingers and you go, rock and roll, and I'm going to trademark that. And then everybody's like, dude. And like a week later, he's like, all right, I didn't. <laughs> How lame. I mean, at that point, Woody, you're the king of this. Dig your heels in. Exactly. Dig your heels in. Dig your heels in. Don't cave into that. You never cave in. Don't let the little fact that you did not invent the rock and roll devil horns thing slow you down from trying to patent it. I have lived a life on the belief that facts can prove almost anything. And so they should be. Facts can prove almost anything. And they should be disregarded. Well, if somebody says you're wrong, just double down. That's what you do. That's Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. So I feel like Gene Simmons, as old as he may be, has a lot to learn about how ridiculous things in the media go. And when you claim that you invented something, even though you know damn well you didn't, and a few people call you out in like a week's time, that's not enough to make you stop. You go ahead and continue on. You tell more Chinese jokes. You tell more jokes about 15 minutes later, just like Woody does. That's That's how this thing works. That's right. How do you not understand that? Can you tell me anything that's going to make me feel better? Because so far you're not. Well, would it help you to know that finally the uh, final straw has come for Donald Trump, apparently? And this crosses both party lines. You saw this, right? Health care? Health care. No, something far more important. Dancing with a star. Far more important. A celebrity apprentice or whatever it is. He was caught driving his golf golf cart on a uh, putting green. I saw this hit last night, and the I, I, what I can only I, hope is some sort of made-up furor from people <laughs> who I, I didn't even know golf. Chelsea, if you don't golf, it's sort of a big no-no when you're driving those little carts. You don't you, you don't I come know. within like a hundred feet of the green or something like I that. I didn't notice that close, but I knew he was caught I, driving a golf cart on the putting green. Well, those rules are not meant for him. Who owns the golf course? He does. He does. Okay, so, so he can, do whatever, he can he do whatever the hell he wants. Yes, but it is a transgression against humanity, apparently. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to start. <laughs> and this is the final straw for those that are not happy with 
now we President can President Trump's performance. <laughs> the driving the golf cart on the green thing is the final straw. Apparently, <laughs> I'm going to take my medication early today. Thank I'm serious. You. Go out there on the uh, oh on this don't thing do called it. the internet. Don't do no. it, and you'll see the the outrage. What is happening? It's pretty funny. <laughs> so there, there's some good news, right, Chelsea? It's you. all fun. It's Friday for crying out loud, that right? Is good though. Uh, We do have a round of It Happened in Florida coming up next, and then we'll have a brand new round of Fun with Golf Audio as well. So it only gets better, Chelsea. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We've got three stories that we're going to share for you here real quick as part of our It Happened in Florida. You can get in if you'd like to at 844-4WW-SHOW. All you got to do is spot the one that went down in the troubled state of Florida. Woody will start us off with story number one. Story number one is about the police asking for the public's help in identifying a criminal. They don't know what the guy looks like, although they do know his handiwork. Somebody in this particular town has been spray painting butts on buildings. And they'd like him to stop. And they'd like to speak to him about why he is doing it. It stands out, quote, from the indecipherable graffiti on certain buildings. Usually taggers have their name. This man spray paints the appearance of a naked butt. Front butt and back butt. Several different buildings along 3rd Street between 4th Avenue and S Avenue have appeared to have been tagged by the, quote, butt spree overnight. Hate us because they ain't us. No go hole. Sometimes there are three butts. Sometimes there are four. They don't know the meaning behind it, but police would like the public's help. Is it in Florida where a serial butt spray painter is on the loose? Story number two has to do with somebody having their wallet stolen. Now, Mm. at first glance, you go, well, that's a dime a dozen. I don't feel like having your wallet stolen is something that should uh, give that it happened in Florida story status. Bear with me. Uh, What makes this an it happened in Florida story is the guy who had his wallet stolen is 88 years old, and he had it stolen by what he told police was a one-eyed prostitute. (laughs) Hell yeah. That is not a euphemism for his genitalia. But by the way, if you are getting out the one-eyed prostitute, congratulations to you. The 88-year-old man flagged down police on the side of the road. And when they uh, stopped, he said, I had my wallet taken by a one-eyed prostitute. <laughs> like you do. Uh, yeah. Now, granted, he's committing a crime by visiting a one-eyed prostitute. Not because she's one-eyed, but because still in most states, prostitution is illegal. They have yet to track down the Cyclops. However, it does appear... <laughs> That they have given this dude a pass. He has not been uh, charged with anything. So maybe there is a point, as we've always lobbied, that there should be, where you are old enough that you're no longer forbidden from visiting a prostitute, Mm -hmm. right? At a certain age, Mm. you should be able to be given a pass on that, Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be illegal, even if she's one-eyed. The question is, did it go down in Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final. Can you guys finish this sentence? Hell hath no fury like a woman. Scorned. With one eye. Not scorned, not with one eye. No, hell hath no fury like a woman shorted one chicken nugget. That's one chicken nugget, how you complete that sentence. As a woman with... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was irritated at the drive-thru that she had been shorted a chicken nugget. You do it that time. You pull out your handgun and you threaten to shoot the drive through employee there. I feel like that's more than irritation, Woody. Chelsea, you above everybody else have to understand that at the end of a long day, all you want are some damn chicken nuggets. And when you order the nine piece, there better be nine pieces. It's okay if there's ten, but there better not be eight or somebody's getting a cat popped in their boot. <laughs> did you say boot? I did. I don't know why I got German there for a second. <laughs> Uh, the woman then drove away. They did get her license plate. Uh, was it in Florida where she went to the gun because she was shorted one chicken nugget? Ryan is up first to try and solve our quiz. Ryan, what do you think? All three stories happened. Which one went down in the plywood state? Uh, let's go with number three. Story number three. Uh, no. I would have said that too. Went down in Pierce County, Washington. Washington State is where that one went down. Let's see if Shane can solve it with a 50-50 shot. Shane? Story number two. Story number two. No. No. Springfield, Ohio is where the uh, nearly 90-year-old man uh, got it done with a one-eyed prostitute. And then, dagnabbit, she stole his wallet. Right. He shook shook her fist. Her fist? He shook her fist. fist. Probably shook her fist. And then he shook his fist. I think that's called a Dutch rudder. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing over there? Shaking a one-eyed prostitute's fist? Yep. That's what I'm doing. Randy, can you solve our quiz? Uh, Store number one. Store number one, yes. St. Petersburg, Florida is where some unknown figure has been spray painting buildings, uh, trash cans, and various other things that are around the city, like power poles, with butts. Is the back butt considered genitalia? Front butt and back butt. Is the back butt considered genitalia? Is what Chelsea just asked. That is a great conundrum. I don't know the answer to that. No, it okay. is not. Are you okay? You seem very I am, sure. I am a hundred percent positive okay. about that. So you can walk around just flashing that out? No, but it's not genitalia. That doesn't okay. mean that then, it's. Oh, and what's your question? I didn't know if it was covered under that under that heading. I feel like it would be worse if you know there are worse things he could be tagging. Uh yes, it did go down. St. Petersburg, Florida, is where they're spray painting butts everywhere. <laughs> The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, the Masters Golf Music means it's time to do what we call fun with golf audio. Certainly, you need not be a fan of golf to enjoy the things that are taken out of context from the broadcast booth and brought to you sort of uh, innuendo-laden. That's what we do on this round of Fun With Golf Audio, and it's all new guys because the Fox Network was the one broadcasting the U.S. Open last weekend. Usually the games are on CBS or the matches are on CBS and NBC. So let's dig in and see what they bring to the table from the Fox Network. It's got a distinct different weight in the shaft and and the, the head configuration. If you let go of it, it'll just stay there. Is that right? Yeah, it stays up there by itself. Hell yeah. <laughs> Picking up right where the guys on CBS left off. Wang. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see what else they got for us. Fluff told me just a few moments ago, even though he's not the longest player in the field, he's a grinder, and there's another perfect example. 
I mean, I've always heard that, right? If you're not long, you ought to be a grinder. Right. Front button, back button. Right. We'll see a lot of balls in that bottom. He likes to hit them right in the back of the hole. <laughs> yeah. uh, balls. Right. Yep. Balls. Right. I'm not squeezing the balls. I'm not rubbing them. Okay. Giving that a couple little tugs. Make sure it doesn't go flying off in the middle of his stroke. Yeah, this is a uh, hot dog day and keep your hat on tight. <laughs> what does that mean? What in the hell did you just say? Giving that a couple little tugs. Make sure it doesn't go flying off in the middle of his stroke. Yeah, this is a uh, hot dog day and keep your hat on tight. That's one of those days. We've all been there, right? Woo! The old hot dog day and keep your hat on tight. I have never, I have no, I don't know. That's a two-handed job. It may be. Number two, the beef. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, there were a couple of nice number two references, which is always good. That one somehow was the beef. Number two, the beef. There's a dude who's on tour uh, called Beef Johnston. Yeah. Number two, the beef. Got to widen the stance. Got to try to keep some weight in the thighs and try to stay over it. Yep. Saw the wind blow his number two. (laughs) Why are we watching the wind blow his number two? Yeah, that's got to be a strong wind. The beef. Got to widen his stance. Got to try to keep some weight in the thighs and try to stay over it. Yep. Saw the wind blow his number two. Sure. I'd rather not watch that. Thank you. Ball's dead into their face. Keeping the lips moist. Big old hump right there in the middle. You can see. Three to four inches still moist. Chelsea, that's got to be one of your favorite clips. Bends over so much, takes it way inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. What happened to him? Oh. I don't know. It's like last week. Bends over so much, takes it way inside. Oh. Just a guy bending over and taking it way inside. Oh. Why wouldn't you make that noise? Oh. Right? Oh. I'm with you. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, when it's wet, if you get that shaft lean a little bit too far forward, it can go anywhere. Who doesn't know that? Got to be careful about the shaft lean when it's wet, Chelsea. Brad, after he drove it in the junk, he's trying to fight it. He's got to make sure he gets it to the hole. I feel like once you've driven it, driven it into the junk, you're already there. Brad, after he drove it in the junk, he's trying to fight it. He's got to make sure he gets it to the hole. Right now, that hole's straight downwind. Should be a pretty exciting finish. In his face? No, not in his <laughs> face. Uh, it is an exciting For crying finish. out loud. Oh. Well, maybe. Oh. All right. Oh. All right. Number two. The beef. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. All right, there it is. That's your fun with golf audio. As always, after the show, we'll have it up on the podcast after the show. We actually do a separate little fun with golf podcast that you can find with 
regular podcast. They're on the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Fingers crossed here. Mm-hmm. Tell me you pulled a Wilcox. Last night, there was a TV show that debuted ABC, The Gong Show. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I was busy watching the NBA draft, actually. So Did I, you at least I record, I DVR'd it, and I okay. intend to watch it this weekend. Chelsea, did you watch any of The Gong Show? No, it wasn't even on at my house, but for some reason, Love Connection was the new version. <laughs> so it might as well have been. Ooh. Your boy Scott is living large. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Scott. Right. Uh, what's up? It's your boy Scott. I mean, for those that don't know, fill them in on why you might care, because sometimes we and this this may shock some people who listen a lot we bring up a show and say man you really need to watch this when in reality it sounds bad well this particular show is uh, i don't know how to feel about it but it's a great show because it brings the weirdness to tv well and you look at the judges well the the judges are going to vary uh, but the celebrities who were on last night, Will Arnett, who's like the executive producer, Ken Jong, who you know is the Wilcox calls him the naked Asian from the Hangover movies, his oh. own TV shows, and a whole lot more. Doctor Ken and mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, right? Mm-hmm. So take a look at the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I have posted one of the acts that was on last night. Uh, first thing that came to mind when I tuned in, my God, Zach Galifianakis looks great. I mean, he's been losing weight. I haven't seen him. Like he I looks. Guess- Fit though, not just like oh, he lost a bunch of weight. You look at him, you go, oh my god, you you he really look different. Fit. Yes. Well, there's a difference between losing a lot of weight and then looking fit. Those he are, looks that's another step, right? Like he's in great shape. You go, oh my god, Zach, please don't lose the funny, because we've known people who get fit and lose the funny. That doesn't Ooh. sound right, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, Joe Piscopo. Sorry, kids, look that one up. He's a hundred years old. So the act that I posted up there is uh, an act they call themselves Married with Bananas. And it's a couple, and they've got a bunch of bananas, and they're peeling the bananas, and then they separate by about 10 feet, and each one of them <laughs> I just saw it. takes a bite of banana and then whoo, spits it out of their mouth into the other's mouth. <laughs> and that's, at first you, everybody's like, okay, great, you're spitting hunks of banana. But if you're on the Woody Wilcox Facebook page and you see this, about 40 seconds in, they move over to the judges and they grab Zach Alphahakis and they're like, tilt your head back and open your mouth. And then the woman bites a hunk of banana and tries to spit it in Zach Alphahakis' mouth. <laughs> now the other, the dude is feeding one to Ken Jong. Yes. And wants Ken Jong to spit it in his mouth. What is happening? <laughs> if you're then so inclined... Skip ahead to about uh, maybe a minute and 15 seconds in. They're back on the main stage, this couple spitting bananas back and forth, and now it's the rapid fire section where she is just biting off hunks and shooting chunk after chunk of banana into the man's mouth, and it's slowly filling up. He can only catch every other one, but it's suddenly it's all filled with banana, and you think it's done. But they're like, they're like seven, eight feet apart. Yes. It's not that this is an easy feat. But this is where it gets good. Because his mouth is now filled with bananas, and they're doing the grand finale. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He grabs her, hugs her like he's going to kiss her, <laughs> tilts her back, and suddenly it becomes two girls, one cup, but with bananas. As this well. huge mound of banana emerges from his mouth and he's dropping it down into her mouth. And just when you think it's done, she throws him on the ground. Now she's doing the Superman pose on his legs. And then she, who just received this huge mound of bananas from his mouth, is regurgitating it into his mouth. Come on. Ken what Jong you just is said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. He is wiping <laughs> tears from his face. <laughs> this is the gong show. Yeah, see, like yesterday we had a discussion like, hey, the gong show, the new one is going to be on tonight. And there was a, a, a an open discussion about how is this different from all the other competition shows? Because they're judges, people come on with an act, they get judged like they do on America's Got Talent right. instead of you know giving them the, the, the big red X like they do on AGT. On the gong show, they gong them. And then they're done. But the huge difference is what they do in the acts. Now, there's an occasional freaky act on America's Got Talent. The other night, some guys were dancing nude with frying pans. Yeah. So they do some weird stuff. But then there's the occasional, you know, I'm a singer, I'm a comedian, and it's legitimate. I'm pretty sure, and obviously I didn't see it last night, and we don't know what the future episodes hold, but I think the gong show is basically every act is, you know, vomiting up bananas. <laughs> it's that same category. It's, Let's put it that way. Yes. There it's is like, no attempt at legitimacy. Now that you've seen this one act, and I watched, I was conflicted because I was thoroughly entertained. Damn right. Thoroughly entertained. Oh, yeah. I sat there, Chelsea, with rapt attention like I haven't had on a TV show in years going. <laughs> that says a lot about you. in the hell? Is, but they well, did it perfectly. They ramped it up. You're like, oh, they're spitting bananas back and forth. Then they took it to the next level. I'm like, oh, that was kind of good. Then they brought it to the next level. And I was like, wait a second. What's going to happen next? And then... Pow! They really finished it off, and I was like, oh my god! Plus, I'll be honest with you, and I don't know how they're going to handle the judges from episode to episode, but I'm a big fan of all three of those guys, with Will Arnett and uh, Ken Jeong and, and Galifianakis, so to see them laughing, yeah. and like, I mean, it's it, it's fun, right? When you, you, know, you see guys who are hilarious making each other laugh and then enjoying something, I mean, it's just fun to me. I, I, if that's an indication of how it's going to go, then I'm, uh, I'm recording the whole season. Chelsea? Why are you looking like that, Chelsea? What's wrong with you? This is like a TV show that just showcases every world record thing that I hate. There's going to be a guy typing with his nose. A girl's going to blow a Snickers. Like, it, I, I just, it's not that fun for me. Mm. I love those comedians. I do. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett looks smoking hot, mm-hmm. by the way. And, and Galifianakis kind of does, too, now. But I'm just like, uh, I just don't like that kind of humor like you do. Call me no fun or whatever, because I don't want to see a man and a woman share a banana mouth to mouth. All right, no fun. <laughs> you are I no just, fun. 
Sit down. I, uh, Cool Beans is horrified because it's touching with food. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way. Well, tomato, tomato, or something. When in Rome, I don't know what the proper phrase is, but uh, I'm down. I'm watching it. I'll tweet that out, too, so yeah. that uh, those of you that are only on Twitter can watch two people vomit on stage last night. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Wilcox, you went to the University of Arizona. How many years did you live in the kitty litter state? In the kitty litter state? Isn't that what it's called? I'm not sure. I don't know the uh, the I, nickname of the big sandbox that we call Arizona. Uh, it's not called the kitty litter state. Uh, I lived there about seven years, maybe? Seven years. Give or take. How hot was well, You were there. We talked the other day that you were there for the hottest day on record, 122 <laughs> That's degrees. That's right. I, I did happen to be there in Phoenix for the hottest day ever. Uh, I bring it up because there in Phoenix, they are thinking about enacting a law throughout the state of Arizona called the Stupid Hiker Law. And this involves days like they've been having recently. I was looking at the weather. I think they're supposed to get uh, between 108 and 117 degrees today in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the stupid hiker law is because even though it's been hot, they've been having near record heat, people are still going out hiking on the trails in the desert, having heat stroke and having to call 911 to come rescue them. These are people who go out hiking in 120 degree weather with how many water bottles? How about uh, none? Or a small eight-ounce bottle that they think is going to last them for a couple-hour hike. You feel like that's happening a lot? Sadly, it is happening a lot, Chelsea. That's from the... But we know those sorts of things are not limited to the desert, right? right? It's the people who go out when there's storm surge and they get stuck Mm -hmm. in the ocean and then the Coast Guard has to come out. And I mean, that's not limited to the desert. No, you're right. But this is the first one that I've ever heard of where they thought about penalizing these people monetarily. And they're calling it the, the stupid hiker law? That is correct. That's offensive, right? I think, to stupid uh, people? Or to the, <laughs> I don't think it is offensive, I Chelsea. I don't feel like it's the first time that that's been a thing either. Really? Well, I know for a fact, because I think we've discussed it before, that there's a debate on whether they should have to go out and rescue them. Right? That's been a thing. Because you're putting other people's lives in danger. Right. Theoretically. Now, less so in this case, more so if it's somebody in the ocean who has not heated warning signs and then gets stranded. Mm-hmm. Like, why with the story about the guy? What? The ball. Was it a ball? Mm-hmm. It was a guy who was going to try and cross the ocean in like a unicycle a, a or something. Ball. In a hamster ball. And right. every time he would have to be rescued. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was becoming, you know, at least a financial burden, if not something bigger. The state of Arizona already has a stupid motorist law. If you don't know, occasionally they'll have incredibly torrential rains and it'll flood out certain parts of the road. If you drive around a barricade and get stuck and you call 911, you get a huge fine. That's their stupid motorist law. And they'd like to transfer this to the people who are taxing resources by not being in a car, but by hiking and doing it in a dumb and dangerous way. I feel like it's not the same thing, though, if you drive around a barricade into a flooded area and maybe underestimate how hot you're going to get. I feel like those are different things. One is willful. The other one is maybe just ignorant. You don't realize that there is a, a fine line there. I agree with her. In 120 degree heat, you're like, let's go for a hike. They should just just shut down the uh, the trails. Then just put up a sign saying too hot. Like like when the when the tide or the waves are too big or the rip tide is too strong. Mm-hmm. 
just don't go in. So do it with the trails. Well, but they can't prevent you from going in, right? Wait. They can put up big signs that say right? this is dangerous, but they they can't, you know, they can't build a wall. But but then if you do, then you've, you know, you've gone and hiked in the heat after we said it was closed. Now you're definitely getting punished. You see what I'm saying? It's like right. somebody who maybe listens to our show against, you know, every warning possible right. and then somehow has some sort of mental damage because of it. Should you be allowed treatment? I, I just I found it fascinating that they're they're even are people like you, Chelsea, arguing for the stupid hikers who are like, yay, let's go. But Chelsea's just, right. One is a little bit more blatant and more obvious that you are doing something you shouldn't while the other is less informed. Mm hmm. Some people are not smart about outdoors. Right. <laughs> about, but you know, they, they're busy but doing not, other things. We're not talking about a a storm that crept up on you and you were hiking a mountain and you didn't realize you needed a jacket. True. We're talking about it's already hot outside before you got into your car to drive to the trail. There, there's no excuse of ignorance. Well, but you got to remember. Know it was hot. You got to remember, though, and then we can put this to bed because I'm sure we'll solve it, that it's 110 degrees in Phoenix every day in the summer. So at some point, it's like, well, I, I'm used to this. I'm mm-hmm. doing my normal thing. Why would I not? Not everybody is going to overheat in those situations. Some people are, but not everybody. Whereas you drive around a barricade in a, you know, a 12-foot gully, you are going to go underwater, period. Mm. That's the end of the story, right? Mm-hmm. So it is, it's a different scenario. I'll keep you up to date. The uh, the state legislature is thinking about enacting this law, and if it does, it's going to have ramifications across the country as more and more states, no matter what, whether it be the snow in Alaska or in Colorado or the heat in Texas, it doesn't matter. It's going to have ramifications if you can, in fact, fine people for being stupid. It could have long-lasting effects on our listenership yeah, as well. It could be on this show itself. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy, but we're going to find a way. And if we need to protest or lobby somebody, right, we'll do that. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So you, I bet, are familiar with the name Bill Cosby. Um, kind of comedian, TV show, right? That's where we know Bill Cosby from. Uh, he's America's dad. Mm-hmm. Right? Great sweaters back in the day. That was a big thing. And uh, then there was this other little thing about him apparently uh, allegedly drugging women and having his way with them. You know, there was a trial that ended up in a uh, hung jury. They were deadlocked. They couldn't reach a decision. And here's the good news that's come out of all that. Uh, Bill Cosby is now planning what he calls a series of town hall meetings on sexual assault, where he will explain to people the perils of people Charging you with sexual assault when you've done nothing, basically, is the gist of it. The problem I see with this is is he has already admitted when he was deposed some time ago, he didn't do nothing. Hmm. He drugged a woman. Hmm. Well, and he was, then had sex with her while she was semi-conscious. But Woody, wasn't he found not guilty of sexual no, assault in no, this trial? No, he was not. What do you mean? It was a hung jury. That's what you just said. It was a mistrial. Oh. There's a difference between innocence. Well, then why why would he go out and do town hall meetings on sexual assault? I thought his position was that he didn't drug these women. He did have sex with them, but it was consensual. 
they're lying, all 50 plus of them. How about one of Bill Cosby's spokeswomen talking about what's going to happen? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The statute of limitations uh, for victims of sexual assault are being extended. So this is why people need to be educated on a, a brush against the shoulder. You know, anything at this point can be considered sexual assault. And it's very, uh, it's a good thing to be educated about the law. See, apparently what I'm taking from that is that he was being falsely accused of sexual assault, and I'm sure his lawyers would say that, and it's akin to him just brushing shoulders with somebody Mm -hmm. and them filing sexual assault charges. Apparently that's what's happened. Right? Mr. Cosby wants to get back to work. We are now planning uh, town halls, and we're going to be coming to this city uh, sometime in July. Like a town hall and just talk with people? We'll talk to young people, Mm -hmm. because this is bigger than Bill Cosby. You know, this this issue can affect any young person, especially young athletes of today. Uh, and they need to know what they're facing uh, when they're when they're hanging out and partying, uh, when they're doing certain things that they shouldn't be doing. And it also affects, you know, married men. They should, wait a second. They should know when they're doing things they shouldn't be doing that they shouldn't be doing them. Having Bill Cosby. Speak out and talk to you about how to avoid getting charged with sexual assault. That's right. It's like having Jeffrey Dahmer teach a cooking class for having friends for dinner. Mm. Who's with me? I see what you're doing there. And I've seen some, you know, one good thing that has come out of this uh, is Twitter. I saw one person say Osama bin Laden's ghost to host 4th of July barbecue. That's the, the headline right after this one. Oh, same as Bill Cosby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having town hall seven, meetings. Seminars on how to avoid sexual assault. It's not how to avoid sexual assault, Chelsea. It's how to get away with it, from what I understand, right? No. Is there some kind of epidemic going on where married men brush shoulders accidentally with someone? And, and then, then are accused then, of drugging and raping and women. And then 50 plus women come out of the woodwork <laughs> to say they were drugged and raped. Um, is there an epidemic? Define epidemic. I well, one guy. His name is Bill Cosby. I mean, I, I, his shoulder didn't brush up against her shoulder. Well, his wang was involved. I mean, I even remember Kobe's lawsuit. You know what was that? Ten years back, but that was just one woman, right? It wasn't like that happened, and then all these other women came out of the woodwork to say he had done that, right? I mean, it with, doesn't. What, like, what are you going to teach athletes how to? prevent multiple people from coming out to blame you for something? I mean, it has nothing to do with that. That's why it's so amazing that he would say these things and and announce that he was going to do some sort of tour to try and help people with clearly the indication. And what he's saying is this was all just... I'm living a normal life. Had no idea. And all of a sudden, I got accused by all these women of drugging and raping them. And here's how you can avoid that same fate. I'm going to come around and do a speaking tour. I want him to do this because, let's face it, before all these trial, this trial started and the accusations were still flying back and forth, remember, people were going to his comedy shows 
and protesting and standing up and yelling things at him. You think everybody who's on Bill Cosby's side is going to be showing up to this? Or could there be some people who, I don't know, are not fans of drugging women and raping them, show up and tell Bill Cosby what they think? It will make for an interesting uh, afternoon. I Please come to town, Bill. Love to have a chat. Yeah, he hasn't released any dates or uh, times, but... Are these going to be paid? Are we, am I going to have to pay to go to this town hall meeting to have a man explain to me? Mansplain it. I think his intent sick. is to talk to other men, so he probably doesn't need to see you, Chelsea. Mm. He'll see you after the show. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> By the way, would you, like you a, drink. would you like a cocktail yeah. while you're waiting? The Woody and Wilcox Show. The NBA draft. We were talking about that uh, a little earlier, and um, lots of stuff happened. Nothing that was shocking, necessarily. Markel Fultz from Washington was the... Number one overall pick and ended up going to Philly. And then uh, then LeVar Ball, uh, or sorry, uh, Lonzo Ball, although it's, it's easy to get them confused <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. because one tries to overshadow the other. Lonzo Ball from UCLA was the number two pick and ended up going to the Lakers. And if you didn't watch, and if you're not familiar, first of all, maybe I should back it up for somebody who's not a uh, basketball fan. It's hard to give you the full scope of this Lonzo Ball situation, but I'll try just in a nutshell. This kid plays for UCLA, or did, uh, was a freshman this year, and his father is, let's see, what's the word? Insane, I think is probably the accurate word. And uh, for all sorts of reasons. But the probably the most disturbing part of it in reality is that he clearly is trying to steal all of his own son's thunder. Yeah. By stealing the spotlight for himself, taking credit for all the stuff that his son has done, trying to capitalize financially uh, in just a blatant and ugly way. I mean, it's it's really I watch a lot of basketball and maybe I'm forgetting something. I'm sure Chelsea will tell me that I am. I can't remember seeing a scenario unfold like this in any sport. I mean, feel free to correct me uh, at 844-4WW-SHOW or on social media. It's the, the thing- way that this has happened. It's He's created, the father of Lonzo Ball has created this big baller brand. So he has a logo. They produce hats and T-shirts. And uh, he, he he's trying to get shoe deals done. And, I mean, the list is amazing. And it it's so sad to me for the kid. I'm calling him a kid because he's kind of a kid. Lonzo Ball, he's whatever, 18, 19 years old. And this should be the most exciting part of his life. And he continues to have his nutty father steal all the limelight and make him look dumb. Right. The most amazing thing watching the NBA draft last night is when it, when these kids, and you're right, they are kids, get drafted and you see the family celebrating with the athlete. And then you saw LeVar Ball just be like, yep, this is me. This is me getting drafted, not my son. This is me, and I'm going to do this. And and it was the words that he were using. It was using was all about himself. I've got that video, and I want to play it for you here in a second. But of course, the guys who are going to be selected in the top ten, a lot of them have their families there. It's a huge deal, and there's hugs and there's kisses, and they share some heartwarming stories about single yeah. moms who struggled and had X number of jobs, and and they interviewed some of them, and they were very humble and they were great. It's not right. It, there's nothing wrong with having your family there or having your family interviewed but when it comes to Lonzo Ball's dad LeVar this dude 
and, and the interview last night only scratches the surface. Here was uh, some of that. All right, we got LeVar here. And LeVar, you, you already got the Lakers hat. I'm trying to tell you, I knew this was happening before it was happening. So he's wearing a yellow hat with purple BBB. That's the brand that his father has created for his sons and him, the big baller brand. So he's got Lakers colors on his hat. Obviously, the guy asked him right away, you already got the Laker hat on because he was drafted by the Lakers. All right, we got LeVar here. And LeVar, you, you already got the Lakers hat. I'm trying to tell you, I knew this was happening before it was happening. When did you get this hat made? Uh, when he was a baby. When he was a baby. What's it like now that this has come to fruition for you? You've been talking about it for nine months. Nine months? You're talking about 19, 20 years. All right, 19, 20 just years. You a microphone on me when I was talking about it. What's it like right now that he is in Man, L.A. Lakers? It's a wonderful feeling. But I already knew what was coming to him. I got two more boys. I got to come do the same thing two more years. So uh, there are two other sons uh, that are younger than Lonzo. And both of them have already committed to UCLA, even though they're in, I think, well, I guess both of them are in high school now. Uh, and, of course, he's now obviously planned their careers out, too. They're both going to play for the Lakers or else. And so that's the reference there. So you're going to get them to the Lakers, too. How? The big ball away. I know they're ready. Ball control. Philly is starving for How good is Lonzo Ball going to be for the L.A. Lakers? Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Lonzo Ball is going to take the Lakers to the playoffs his first year. Now, while they're having this interview, Lonzo, the son, has already gone up to the podium, gotten his hat, shook hands with the commissioner, done a little interview himself prior to this with one of the other network people. He's now sitting up in a different part of the room watching this interview, and they've got a camera on him. Now his father has just predicted that he's going to take the Lakers to the playoffs in his first season there, which is not usually what a parent does when their son has just been drafted in the NBA. That doesn't happen. For those of you that don't watch drafts, that's not the way this goes. It's usually not a guy bragging Mm -hmm. and then saying, well, the Lakers sucked until right now. Now my son is going to take him to the play. And you have to see the look on Lonzo Ball's face. The video is up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. It's about a minute in. Lonzo Ball is going to take the Lakers to the playoffs his first year. Come see me when he does. The look on Lonzo Ball's face is like, oh, sweet mother of pearl. But his dad's been acting like this his entire life. Right. And that's the look. Like, God, here it goes again. Here's what I'll tell you. We're all parents here on on the show. You want the best for your kids. Yep. I don't like this guy, not because of what he's saying, eh, a little bit. It's because I want Lonzo to fail now because of what his dad said. And I hate myself for that. I want him to be a flop so that we can go back to his dad and be like, you are a total jackass. Well, that's awful, Woody. I know. I hate myself for it. <laughs> but I want it to happen so we can go and put it in this guy's well, face. That's the thing is because he's overshadowing it. Yes. And Lonzo seems like a decent guy. He, he says all the right things. He seems humble. They do the commercial for Foot Locker where he made fun of his dad. I mean, it really seems like he's handling it incredibly well, but it's unfortunate. I can't stand this guy so much. I I want his son to fail so I can put it in his face. <laughs> That's just, how much I don't but, like him. But somebody like that would just place the blame on someone else. He would never be like, oh, yeah, he right. did. I no, mean, but like, I mean, who we are working with. Right, but I mean, but what he's feeling is not, uh, it's not unfounded. I have another hat on to say I told you so. 
Thanks a lot, LeVar. Congrats. You got to remember, this is a guy who went on ESPN and got into this heated argument with Stephen A. Smith, who, by the way, argues with everybody about everything, but talked about how his son is already better than Stephen Curry, that if, if he'd have been on the Warriors, they would have been better than with Steph Curry. This was when he was still at UCLA, if you haven't heard that. You, you were on record talking about put your son on the Golden State Warriors. Yes. And put Steph Curry on UCLA. Yes. And your son would be, explain how right your son now. would be better. Right, right now. Right now. Right now. now. UCLA is, wouldn't be where they're at. Steph Curry going to shoot him out the game. He ain't rebounding and passing that ball. Shoot him out the game? Shoot him out shoot the him game. Out the game. Out Not the game. Not in the game. Soon as out they the double game. him up, he's going to lose that ball. He's too little. Now, you put Lonzo on there with all them athletes and running and gunning, Hold guess up. what? Your son, your son is that much bigger than, than, than Steph Curry? He's bigger than Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry, what, 6'2"? Steph Curry about 6'3". Okay, long arms. I let him be 6'4". He's still shorter than my boy. Long arms? Can he jump? Can he run? Not like my boy. Let me tell you something. Oh. See? Makes me so sad. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. That was all preceded, by the way, by him, the dad, saying that he could beat Michael Jordan in a game of one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> then, by the way, not now, then, when he was in his heyday. Right. This is a psychologist's dream to just study this. So it's, I, 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 shouldn't I get laugh at why mental. you wish Lonzo ill will, although I don't. But it's so sad to see yeah. some kid having this time stolen away like that by this moron. You can check out the video if you'd like to get as mad as we all are right now. It's up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I tweeted it out as well, at Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Thanks to everybody who is chiming in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. We were just talking about uh, Lonzo Ball. He is the athlete now for the Lakers that was drafted with the second pick last night, and specifically his dad, LeVar, who likes to talk a lot. Um, if you haven't watched the video on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page, thanks to Thomas, who grabbed a screenshot of the young athlete's face when his dad was making those predictions. It is a perfectly timed. You get to see the look of, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and to, um, let's see, who was it? Heidi, who says the NBA draft and the train wreck that is LeVar Ball sounds like a great title for a children's book. All right. And uh, speaking of relatives that have uh, ruined special moments in your life, Stephanie sent me a, uh, a link to a story about Sharon Osborne ruining her niece's bachelorette party. Really? Let me just read you the headline. Sharon Osborne ruined her niece's bachelorette party with a stripper who used his own genitals as a wristwatch. <laughs> I'm sorry, that ruined what? it for you? I know, that's what I was like. Hang on a second. Define ruined. I thought that was what a bachelorette party was. Chelsea, you've been to bachelorette parties before? They do get insane, don't they? I've not been to any insane ones, I no. I mean, like, my regular life was pretty crazy, and I don't think I ever saw genitals as a wristwatch. Well, you haven't lived, I right? know. Well, still, I still have time, hopefully. How uh, does that ruin the uh, the niece's uh, bachelorette party? Well, uh, She didn't want a genital wristwatch? I don't think she wanted a stripper, period. The G-double-dub, the G-dub, as we like to call it in the biz, <laughs> the genital wristwatch? Yeah, not, uh, not all women are really into, you know, swinging the shillelagh. She was, uh, Sharon hired a stripper for her niece's bachelorette party. Uh, and then told the stripper 
to get as close to the bride-to-be as possible. He took off everything. The bride-to-be was set at a table. He went behind her, put his dong on the top of her head. (laughs) No. She had long hair, and then he grabbed up her hair and wrapped it around his unit. Wee-wee area. He then moved around to the He then moved around to the side of the bride to be Penis. Did the dong WW or whatever you called it. Penis. And asked the bride to be, can you tell me what time it is? Penis. The G double dub. Penis. That's when the bride to be began crying. Oh. No. <laughs> Come on now. It's all fun and games until somebody gets the G-double dub. That may sound like a good time for you guys, but not for me. (laughs) Uh, 844-4WW show. Ladies, what's the strange bachelorette party you've been to? Tell me some of the hijinks that have gone on, because I don't think Chelsea is the norm on this one. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's not that uncommon. To have the G-double dub? Well, I don't know about the G-double dub, but just have a uh, male stripper who... Goes the you extra see, mile. That's the difference, right, between men and women. I mean, usually a female stripper, well, I guess it depends on the situation, but they're less likely to sort of come at you with all they got. They're there for looks. They're there for a show. But it's a, you know, we're going to move on. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to touch you when it's unwanted and that sort of thing. Maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong. Be. Right. Uh, not at Bill Cosby's. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the ladies usually want it that way, Chelsea. It's, you know, this is your chance to cut loose and go nuts. But that doesn't mean I want strange dong on my head. Super clean. Super right. clean. Oh, Thank you. I mean, there's a guy like you get to like sign the rules. Like, yeah, you can shimmy and shake, but please don't make a wristwatch out of your genitalia. Like, not everybody's on board with that. You don't see that coming, and How you dare don't you? want that. This country was built on wristwatch genitalia. <laughs> it actually was pocket watch genitalia. <laughs> that and monocle genitalia. <laughs> All right, times were different. That's right. This is awful. I don't, I don't think like that's this. as uncommon as you think well, it is. This is Sharon's fault. Like, if she said, I don't want a stripper, I feel like most people are not wishy-washy on that. Yeah, man. She said she didn't want it. Then don't hire him, Sharon. It's not your bachelorette party. She certainly didn't want the genitalia watch coming out. So you should feel bad about it. Maybe next time, listen, it's not your party. 844 4 LeVar Ball didn't do the, the G-double-dove last night at the draft. He actually had it on his hat already. <laughs> it was on the reporter's head. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at right. all. I would knock, not be knock. shocked. Right. <laughs> Who's there? It would be like, this is what made Lonzo Ball. Right, huh? right. Check it out, ESPN, it? right here. It's got the Laker logo on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it purple? Come on. Of course, oh, okay. I know why it's purple. Yuck. Stop. <laughs> uh, phone's ringing off the hook yeah. with uh, ladies talking about the G-double dub. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, you're on with Woody Wilcox. Say hello. Oh. <laughs> Man, I'm sure they're just trying to find the phone number. Mm-hmm. Look it up on your Apple Watch. <laughs> or is that an Apple Watch? Woody and Wilcox.
Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I think most people know when they tune into the Woody and Wilcox Show that I have my finger on the pulse of what's happening. All right, we're world. going down that path again. That doesn't sound the right. The latest things that are going on in the world. I know about, and that's why you tune in. Well, Cox will give you the old man view of it, like, ooh, flippity flu, and he'll use a phrase that hasn't been used in 30 or 40 years. Right. Chelsea's all over there eating her granola, getting all hippie about it, and wondering about people's feelings. <laughs> right. Me? Uh-huh. I'm the voice of reason here on right. the show. Now, it's sort of weird that the two things that the internet is in an uproar about right now both involve the President of the United States. Oh, Yes. Uh, the latest, the video that was shown, and it came out yesterday, that has people losing their minds for some reason, is President Trump driving a golf cart on a putting surface. The green of a golf course, <laughs> right. as they call it. Well, I mean, when you weigh out all the things that people have gotten up in arms about over yeah. Donald Trump, this one obviously is the most important. <laughs> right. It's you a, don't drive a golf cart on the putting green. It's the one that affects your life the most intimately. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> just an unwritten rule. And sometimes written, I might add, that you, uh, that you don't drive a golf cart on the putting green. And the other one, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it's just in time for the 4th of July holiday. Is people fired up that there is now a Donald Trump swimsuit? I did see some of this. Did you take a look at the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page if you have not seen it? It is the uh, being called the President Trump shocked face one piece swimsuit. This is on has the, a nice ring to it. it ha- is this is on the heels? Uh, remember we had the man's hairy chest swimsuit, Chelsea? This was yes. the swimsuit that would allow you to wear it at the pool. Mm-hmm. And the guys who are pervs and taking pictures of all the ladies out there, yeah. they wouldn't take a picture of it. Well, this is President Trump's face superimposed on a one piece. Where can I find this? Uh, it's online and it's uh, $49.95. That, whoa. Seems expensive. For a bathing suit, Chelsea, that you're going to have for the rest of your life that you're going to proudly wear? Can you put a price on that? Now, what's going on in the crotch? Not the first, that's not the first time I've clean, asked that Chelsea. question, but uh, yeah, uh, if you're referring to um, that, would be the chin area of our president of the United States, and it just so happens to coincide with the crotchal region. One lady commenting, "Quote, no, but his chin is sort of mid-abdomen, and then there's something that goes from there down below." That's a waddle. Hmm? That's, I mean, it's the waddle. As a man up in age, such as yourself, gets older, Wilcox, you know, you put on a, pack, a few pounds and suddenly, you know, you're holding it right there underneath the chin. It starts to come in folds and in waves. But I feel like it's making my lady parts look scaly. Did you get that? Okay, write that down. So much happening. One one woman commenting, down. quote, I love the quadruple chin just covering my lady bits, end quote. This is so frightening. I can't look at it. What do you mean you can't look at it's it? It's frightening. How is that frightening, Chelsea? It's That's not, like, awesome. It's not cartoonish. It looks like a real face. Well, and it is a real. It's a photo that's been put on a swimsuit. I understand, but it's not at all comical or anything. And the eyebrows are right in the nipple area. Like the whole thing is awful. Apparently, you're just not an American, Chelsea. And you know what? Canada is right well, up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There. Oh, I can't wait till, Bill, till uh, Beer Club Brandon gets this because you know he's ordering it as we speak. So see how much you like it when it's, when it's on that body. Does the one that uh, Keep Charlotte Boring tweeted at us make you feel better than the Trump suit? It's the Flavortown Keeney. Excuse me? What? The Flavortown Keeney. It's a swimsuit just like the one that you described, except instead of Donald Trump's face, it's Guy Fieri's face. <laughs> He's taking you to Flavortown, and this is the Flavortown Keeney. Oh, no. I don't, I don't want a man's face on my bathing suit. There. I'm putting it out there. How dare you? Judge and, me if you'd like. And notice where his goatee is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, this, is that real? I don't know. I know the Trump one is real. Is this one real, too? Is you this seen all? This? I just retweeted it. Oh. So if you haven't seen it yet, at Woody and Wilcox, this will be the reason you start. I'm sure it's not available anywhere else on the internet. That's correct. Well, remember, you why is get this that... happening? Because this is a trend. Well, Something's happening here where men's faces and other things are being superimposed on women's bathing suits. Well, we... it started with the rompem, right? No. Wasn't there Kim Jong Un's face on a rompem recently? Yes, that oh, that is right. that was a thing. Yes, right. Are these men's faces on women's bathing suits supposed to deter? Uh, men from taking your picture underwater? Like, is this my defense against a creepy man? I don't know. It gets me more turgid. I'm done. What is wrong with I you? I just, I can't. I, Step I can't. into my office. Why? Because you're f***ing fired. I mean, I am a fan of Guy Fieri, so. I know you are. <laughs> I, I, I get I'm not going to phrase it the way Woody did, but I will say not a deterrent. <laughs> Check out the uh, Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. All the information. Uh, make no sure to get the right size. Hmm? No one's actually buying them. This is just a novelty thing. Maybe Guy Fieri has a book. Brandon, I want to see you next week in this thing. No. Yes, yes. I we do. Don't. Yes, yes, I do. I do. I will have that look on my face if he shows up wearing that. I, I want no part of this. <laughs> The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, we got three stories that we're going to share with you here real quick. All of them true. One of them going down in the state of Florida. And that's the one that you need to identify as we celebrate the goofiness that is the plywood, the sunshine state of Florida. 844-4WW-SHOW. That's 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got story number one. Woody. I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. When you're arguing about whose turn it is to put gas in the car... Never have Chinese food in your lap. Boy, I've never, that's very specific. You never heard me say that? I don't recall it. I said it like a thousand times because that's what happened in story number one. A 57-year-old man and his girlfriend got into an argument at a gas station about who was going to pay for the gas that they were putting in the car. They're going on a road trip. God, get up. Put some gas in the car. And that argue escalated when the woman reached over to the Chinese food in the man's lap, grabbed some chopsticks, and began poking him with the chopsticks. Like, get out of the car and put some gas in it. So when he reached over and covered her mouth, she punched him in the face a couple of times. This is at the start of a road trip. Not at the end when you hate each other and promise that you're never going to go on a road trip again. You definitely don't want your wife to reach over into your lap and grab your Kung Pao chicken. Now, come on. It would have been funnier if it was to grab your Mugu guy pan? Yes. I'm just bracing for what's coming next. Sorry. 
Was it in Florida where... Peking duck. Huh? All right. Broccoli beef. Spring roll. Spring roll would be right in there. Broccoli beef would be bad. <laughs> it's not even slightly funny. <laughs> Mugu guy pan. What's the next story? I, I, did he finish? Yes. That's it? They had a fight and the Chinese food went everywhere over yeah, pumping gas? I'm sorry, I didn't realize you finished. Story number two is one that I think we can all relate to. Cynthia and says. My question for you, what are you doing? I'm just laughing. Go ahead. What's the question for me? Chelsea's over there just derailing everything. You guys just named every Chinese food. But then that you there leaned is. away from the microphone and you said, Cynthia. And I'm like, what's happening? Who's Cynthia? Why are you saying it out loud in the middle of the story? I'm I need sorry. more information. I didn't mean to say her name out loud. Let's regroup. Story number two is the old story. We've all been there a million times. Woman bites mall store employee after attempting to steal a stripper pole. You may be saying to yourself, I didn't know they sold stripper poles at the mall. I did not know that. Well, that's where you would be woefully lacking in knowledge, because apparently they do. The woman in story number two walked into the Spencer's Gifts at this particular mall. Yes, they still have them, Mm -hmm. and apparently now they sell stripper poles. The woman went in, decided that she was going to return something that she had bought previously and wanted store credit. She then said, you know what? Instead of the store credit, I'm just going to take the stripper pole. Cashier said, well, you don't have enough credit for the stripper pole. And she said, well, I'm just taking it then. And she tried to leave the store with the stripper pole. I don't know how big this is or what's happening, but can you imagine how that goes from there? What do you do when you're the person at the cashier? You got some sort of button that you push under the desk that's like the stripper pole alert thing where... Doors close and everything slams shut. This is a test of the stripper pole alert system. No. She chased the woman out of the store and into the common area of the mall where she, quote, wrestled the pole away, end quote. Right? That's when the woman who had stolen the stripper pole bit the employee on the arm while trying to flee. Good times, right? Seattle. Was it Florida is the question for you at 844-4WW-SHOW. Story number three is about a city council meeting. You guys ever attended one of those in person? No. Listen to your elected officials arguing on your behalf. In particular, in story number three, they took up almost the entire meeting talking about one main thing. Not improving the city. Come on. It happened in Florida. They were arguing about what the giant water tower in their city should be called. Is it a water tank or a water tower? Now, they're doing this because they want to put it on the registry of historic landmarks, saying that, look, it's been in town for a long time, since 1940. It was operational just a couple of years ago when new groundwater tanks were built. So let's list the water tower, and everybody's like, duh, 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 duh. it's a water tank. And that starts a fight because some people call it a tank, some people call it a tower. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The almost entire meeting taken up by these elected officials arguing over tank or tower, including one saying, I've lived my entire 46 years of life here. I have never heard the water tower referred to as the water tank. Please clap. 
That's government at work on your behalf. Was it in Florida where they were arguing over tank or tower? Matt is up first to try and solve our quiz. Matt, what do you think? All three stories actually happened. Which one went down in the plywood state? Hmm. Matt? Matt? Time! Let's go to Gary next. Gary, what do you think? Uh, let's say story number three. Story number three. No, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Waxhaw, North Carolina? Yes, you are pronouncing that correctly. Uh-huh. You will pay too much Waxhaw! <laughs> Alex has got a 50-50 shot. Alex, what do you think? Uh, story number two. Story number two. No, sorry. Nope, you walk into a Spencer's and you try to steal a stripper pole. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas is where you're living, clearly. <laughs> clearly? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> it's meant to say clearly. How am I okay. Living? Uh, okay. Tony, there's one left. Can you solve it? Story number one. There it is. When you're arguing about who's putting gas in the car, make sure there's no Chinese food because those chopsticks can become weapons. Then one thing leads to another and somebody's getting arrested. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I have a question for you, Wilcox, Chelsea. Do you guys like grilled cheese sandwiches? Who doesn't? Yes. Do you guys like sex? Yes. (laughs) Is there a correlation? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, science has a different answer. Morning, morning. This is Science Minute. Science Minute. This week in Science and You. Here comes the science. Science. It's boring. It's science. Tell us more, Mr. Science. That's right. There is a direct correlation between enjoying grilled cheese sandwiches and enjoying lovemaking. I don't believe that. I don't like it when you say lovemaking. What would you like? What? No, don't come. No, don't, no, don't, no. Chelsea. I'm sorry. Do you like I'm something sorry. Else? No, I'm we sorry. don't need synonyms. What are you saying? Anything like that bothers me. Doesn't everybody like a grilled cheese though? Like, where's science in this? Uh, there, I bet there are some people that do not like a grilled cheese sandwich. Chelsea. I will come out and say that I don't trust you if you don't like a grilled cheese. After a survey of four thousand six hundred people, grilled cheese lovers are having more sex than non-grilled cheese lovers. How are they proving that? Right. They asked them, you like grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> yep. How much sex you have it? A lot. 32% of grilled cheese lovers have sex more than six times a month, compared to just 27% who don't like grilled cheese sandwiches. It's not that big a difference. It's big enough for science, Chelsea. 73% of grilled cheese lovers have sex at least once a month. Compared to only 63% who don't like grilled cheese sandwiches. Once a month? Uh, That's about where I am. At least. 84% of grilled cheese lovers, they say, are adventuresome and like to travel. And that may have some sort of correlation with the sexy time. May it's, have, may have. Just, but yeah, this just, was this is not a scientific study. This no. is one of those polls taken by the grilled cheese. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Board of America or whatever it is. Specifically, the dating site Scout did this survey. The dating site Scout? Yes. Why would they do that? Well, because they love grilled cheese sandwiches and they want people to have more relations. Sweaty, sweaty relations, Chelsea. This may be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I feel like you're just throwing but think out a about bunch it. of information that, that just doesn't... Or would it be biased if it was the National Cheese Council or the Grilled Cheese Fund of America who's like, hey, we just want you to eat more grilled cheese sandwiches. At least they are non-biased when it comes to grilled cheese sandwiches. And the sexy time. But again, the difference is not that that big. It's It would be different if you said people who love grilled cheese are having sex 85 times more than people who don't. Now, and that's do, a statistic. 10% more. But we don't know that big grilled cheese isn't behind this study, <laughs> right? We know the reach of their lobby group. <laughs> PGC. <laughs> PGC's behind this. Right behind the NRA, Big Grilled Cheese <laughs> is one of the biggest lobby groups out there. Probably not as controversial as the NRA, but... It used to be my nickname, by the way, in college. Big Grilled Cheese. I don't think you should tell people that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's I not think, a, yeah, I, I think I just made it a up. A complimentary. Right. All right. I won't say it again. So I think the lesson to be learned from science is... Right. What? Eat a grilled cheese sandwich. Ah, Right? Because only good things are going to come from you eating a grilled well, cheese sandwich. Woody, stop talking. If you don't get the sex, at least you've had the grilled cheese. Woody, stop talking. You, you know, cannot you, lose. You know how many times I've told myself <laughs> that? <laughs> Woody, stop talking. Sometimes I cry into my grilled cheese sandwich because of it. I don't think you're supposed to try to have sex while you're eating it. Okay? <laughs> Sometimes I have sex with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. This has been another Science Minute. Science Minute. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't know how we didn't see this story earlier. It's a sad story, but an amazing story at the same time about a woman whose death has now led to a lawsuit. And the woman's death um, was hard to imagine. She was in a nursing home and she was then eaten by an alligator. You got to better do a do a better job of screening those employees. I mean, it's not funny, but at the same time, it's so unusual that hell? you go, "How is that even possible?" The headline is: "Family of grandmother killed by alligator sues nursing home." And the this all- happened a while back. The alligator got into the nursing home. No, she got out. And unfortunately, uh, you know, this is a thing. Sometimes people in the nursing home are not. A, wanting to be there, or B, not you know fully uh, in control of all of their faculties, and they may uh, they may walk out. Right, mm-hmm. and obviously those that are prone to do that are uh, usually under a watchful eye because obviously they don't want them to get out. But even if your loved one were to get out of a nursing home, being eaten by an alligator is not the first thing that you would imagine that would happen. I mean, that's got to be a one in a million shot. Yeah, you'd think. Unless they're just like in an alligator sanctuary. Right. No, I mean, it's in South Carolina. Um, it's not in Florida. That's what see, I was going to ask Florida. But apparently she wandered out of the nursing home and then got into a pond somehow. They don't oh. know. 
And next thing you know, she was... Well, when you say eaten, the alligator took her out and she was drowned, right? Or... <sighs> she went swimming? And there was an alligator in there? Killed anyway. by an alligator is okay. all I know. I don't know to what extent or how. What I is... assume there wasn't a weapon involved. It's just a hell of a way to go, right? Like, I lived this long just to be eaten by an alligator? By yeah, the way, the family, the family is suing the... Uh, Nursing facility. What do you think they're suing for? How much money? Uh, $1 million. That's kind of where I would have started aiming. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Well, she's at the end of her life. So you're saying she's worth less? Well, I I, I don't mean it in a crass way. Dare but you. I, look, I just had a conversation with a life insurance person. Because hmm. my wife is about to kill me because we just re-upped the life insurance. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, you know, we factor in how much longer you have to live, what you're making right now, your potential earning. And so what, what you want that money to do to pay off the kid's college and the house. Mm-hmm. And so this is fresh in my mind. That's the only reason. I'm not trying to be crass, even though it sounds that way. Okay. I'm going to guess... 10,000. But if they're trying to make a point to change the system about how patients are cared for there, you're going to want to go big. I guess you're right. Woody Look. has nailed it on the dot. Wow. Really? 10 grand. I had, I didn't cheat. I didn't. But why? I mean, lawyers and all that other stuff, you got to start higher. Like, they're going to end up owing somebody money. The problem is the, the the lawyers for the other side are going to argue that point. They're going to sit there and go, look, this is, is it tragic? Absolutely. Are we sad? You bet. Was it our fault? Meh. But, but, we, but we have to look at what life is valued, and the older you get, the less value your life has. But is it just, Wilcox, do they want something covered, like... Something with a funeral or cosmetic cover-ups, so she could have an open casket. I, not not known. Ten grand. Toyota Corolla like, used what? low miles. <laughs> like the the rest of the bill for the nursing home that hadn't been paid. Maybe again, don't know the answer. Seemed low to me. Very low. Okay, we, you nailed it though. So I, I mean, we, obviously, you it's know, not what? as shocking to you as it was to me. We didn't like her that much, but we still <laughs> got to file the lawsuit. Right. We just want enough to go to Denny's, you know. Yeah, because so, after taxes right. and attorneys yeah. fees, right. you're right. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So I'm not sure what the moral of the story is. Don't let alligators put on lab coats. That doesn't sound right at all. Because patients at the old folks' home will think they're a doctor. Walk outside with them. Okay, I don't think I that's don't it. Listen, no, uh, go back. I apologize for Woody now. The Woody and Wilcox Show. What we learned on the Woody and Wilcox Show today? Nothing. That's not really true. Uh, we learned that sadly the NBA draft isn't quite the fashion show that I feel like it used to be at one time. But you still got some interesting stuff. Some guys wearing some fun shoes, like socks. Now the thing is to make your jacket lining tell a story. I mean, not audibly, although that's probably the next step. Oh, it's going to be like those birthday cards that automatically play when they As soon open. as the guy opens up his jacket and plays a song. Yeah, yeah that, won't be, that won't be long. Sad news is Gene Simmons has retracted his uh, trademark for the rock and roll devil horns thing. Oh. Yeah. Apparently he discovered somehow that he didn't invent that. We learned that Donald Trump finally has hit the final straw for a lot of people. Across party lines, he drove his golf cart on the putting green surface yesterday at a golf 
golf course. That's it? That's it. Oh. We found out that Bill Cosby is going to go out and do town hall meetings, teaching people how to not get charged with sexual assault. So that'll be good. Bring your kids out to that. We learned that if you're an 88-year-old man who tells police that you were robbed by a one-eyed prostitute, they will not charge you for prostitution. I don't know if it's because he's 88 or because the prostitute only had one eye. I'm not sure which. That's, I don't know the answer. The Gong Show debuted last night, the new one. By all accounts, it was fantastic, especially if you like couples sharing bananas with one another. That's that right. video is up, by the way, on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. Tweeted out as well. It was funny, I thought. We learned that apparently, for some people, Chelsea, when you have a bachelorette party, if your male stripper wears his genitalia as a wristwatch, that can be frowned upon. The old rich wristwatch genitalia. The G-double-dub is what you call it. Genital wristwatch. I'll have to go back to the podcast and find that. I don't remember what I did 20 minutes ago. Uh, Woody told us that there's some correlation about you eating grilled cheese and having relations. So Mm -hmm. now your weekend is planned out. You've got that going for you. Sadly, for all the 90-year-old women listening, apparently there are some people in this land who feel that you're only worth $10,000. I don't feel that way, but some people do. We love old people. Where are my 90-year-old women at? What? What? No, they're actually, they can't hear. They're saying what? 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 Of course, we also had a uh, round of fun with golf audio today on the show. A lot of talk about number twos on the fun with golf audio. Number two. The beef. (laughs) And then there was this one that I thought was even more interesting. Got to widen the stance. Got to try to keep some weight in the thighs and try to stay over it. Yep. Saw the wind blow his number two. (laughs) Yep. And then, of course, there was this about a guy bending over. Bends over so much, takes that way inside. You'll be able to find the entire Fun with Golf audio up on the podcast. We always do a separate podcast. It's the same thing that people... uh... Same sound people make when they download the podcast. They're like, oh, I meant to cancel that. It automatically downloaded again. Look for the Woody Wilcox uh, channel of iHeartRadio. Anything else you missed, you'll find it there as well. Intern Dave, is there anything you wanted to add before we put a bow on today's show? Uh, Another great show, guys. Hmm. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't, uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. Ian Wilcox show. Whoop, right up the pants. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.